Hello, and welcome to PES Pod, a podcast for clinical pharmacology and therapeutics, pharmacometrics and systems pharmacology, produced in association with Wiley. In this episode, I interview Dr. Iñaki F. Trocanis from the University of Navarra in Pamplona, Spain. What is the concept of immuno-oncology and its mechanism basis? We can define IO as a type of immune therapy that has the specific purpose of treating cancer. The key point is to boost or restore the ability of the immune system to detect and destroy cancer cells by overcoming the mechanisms by which tumors evade and suppress their immune response. Tumor progression can be seen as a decrease in the efficiency of cancer immune surveillance, as it was suggested by Sibboyel and co-authors in their article published in Nature Reviews Immunology in 2006. In fact, most tumors escape the immune surveillance because they become invisible to the immune system, they suppress immune response, or both. The fundamental question here is how to make the tumor to be recognized as a foreign and malignant structure by the host. One recognition is achieved, activation or stimulation of several immune cells, mainly lymphocytes, occurs, and that the tumor response is triggered. So far, efficient immune response against different type tumors has been reached through concrete gates called checkpoints. Among the different checkpoints identified, there is evidence, as shown by Melero and colleagues in their Nature Review paper in 2015, that the blockade of the PD-1, PDL-1 system by specific modulators is key to get efficient immune response against the tumor. It appears that any combination of agents targeting different checkpoints should include a PD-1 or PDL-1 inhibitor. Blocking just CTLA-4, another immune checkpoint, seems to be less effective and associated with greater adverse events in comparison with PD-1 antibodies. Why has immuno-oncology represented a revolution in the treatment of cancer? Immuno-oncology represents the most recent revolution in medicine, as reflected from the significant increases in overall survival seen in advanced tumors for which previously therapeutic options were very limited, if any, as is the case of metastatic melanoma and non-small cell lung cancer. Immuno-oncology is changing the perspective from just tumor killing to a durable tumor regression and possible cure through promoting adaptive immune response to achieve specificity and long-term memory. Are there potential benefits of stimulation in the immune response beyond oncology? With regard to the potential benefits of modulated immune response beyond oncology, it is clear that immune response definitely plays a role in a number of diseases, of the autoimmune diseases and several infectious diseases, some of them representing current medical meds. Given the resources that are being currently invested in those fields, it is therefore an ideal situation to transfer knowledge across different therapeutic areas to speed up disease progression understanding and drug development. Which are the current and future challenges in this research area? And are public institutions prepared for an optimized management of immunomodulators? There are several and relevant challenges in immuno-oncology. The percentage of cure and stable disease in patients with metastatic melanoma who receive 
anti-PD-1 monoclonal antibodies is still below 50%, and that percentage decreases in another type of tumors. Relevant questions therefore arise as, which are the intrinsic factors that allocate a patient on the responder or non-responder path? Or are there biomarkers capable to predict the magnitude of the response helping to individualize treatment and dose? From a pharmacometric perspective, the use of longitudinal tumor size data as predictor of treatment success, especially at early stage of therapy, likely needs to be revised as the pseudo-progression may indicate development of anti-tumor immunity rather than disease progression. The question about whether or not healthcare institutions are prepared for the management of immunomodulators is of relevance. The enormous cost of immune therapies represents an important challenge for public and private healthcare systems. It is therefore of extreme importance to select the right therapeutics at the right schedule for the right patient. Which type of expertise and cooperation across institutions are key for an integration of the MI3D paradigm in the immunomodulation developing areas? If we think about the model-informed drug discovery and development paradigm as a partner within the I.O. developing programs, we need to consider that immune-oncology requires top-level multidisciplinary efforts. For example, basic research studying possible cooperation between different immune checkpoints, the identification of different uh, immune checkpoints, biomarker discovery, translational approaches, and finally, computational methodologies, including pharmacometrics, integrating all gathered information. The objective is to create a quantitative framework capable to identify patients likely to respond to a treatment with a single immune modulator, scientific-based selections of combination of different immune modulators, and for example, explore alternative dosing strategies beyond the chronic administration to handle toxicity and an affordable healthcare costs. In your recent commentary on PSP, you discussed a series of papers on model-based approaches in immuno-oncology. What is the significance of this research for the field of pharmacometrics and systems pharmacology? In our recent commentary in PSP, we discussed a series of papers on model-based approaches in I.O. If I have to summarize the significance of that research for the field of pharmacometrics and system pharmacology, it's fair to say that those papers represent the paradigm in PSP, as the authors have merged together results obtained during different angles during drug development to support dose selections. For example, physiological-based pharmacokinetics applied to monoclonal antibodies, systems pharmacology approaches combining in vitro binding results with literature data from translational purposes, mechanistic tumor growth inhibition models, biomarker response, and drug exposure time to event relationships. That was Dr. Nyaki F. and you can find his article at onlinelibrary.wiley.com. And please visit the PSP website where you can look at the immuno-oncology virtual issue by clicking on the virtual issues tab, scrolling down, and clicking on the Immuno-Oncology hyperlink. 
I'm Dennis Velasco. Thank you for listening.